done the wins against us. Uh, just done the wins against us. I was watching some Lemmy uh, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> it's so funny. Have you seen it? Like, anyone's not watched the like the live streams and the sort of uh, just streaming stuff that he does on YouTube. It's so funny playing that goose simulator and other, and also him like singing duets with people. Let's uh, like open the show of recommending other people's content on YouTube. But hey, come on. Watching too much rankings bad for your health. It's bad for my health. Watching myself too much is weird. Insular. Do you have a fun, like, I, I don't listen. Uh, when I first started doing Coffee Means, I would listen to back to every episode. But with the sort of like, hey, you know, I don't have the flexibility to suck my own penis. So I have to make do, you know, with other uh, sort of self aggrandizing, you know, s- s- masturbatory activities um but really looking at it from a critical angle of as you can tell by listeners of this show i am committed to really pushing the quality of this programming forwards and really just making sure that no stone goes unturned when it comes to searching for the highest possible entertainment value from coffee and memes uh, but I do, yeah, occasionally now do listen back when I feel it's been a particularly choice episode um, and listen to it. And Haley likes nothing more than she gets a big kick out of watching me laugh at myself while listening to myself. And when I say she gets a kick out of it, she thinks I'm the biggest bellend in the whole world and thinks it's absolutely hilarious. But in a sort of loving way that one significant other can. In a sort of like, what a prick. God bless him, but what a prick. Twiddy uh, said to me once, he said, when you're with Hayley at home, do you ever like leave the room and just hear her under her breath go like, prick? <laughs> do you ever fucking hear her just go, prick? <laughs> under her breath, just like when you leave the room or something. <laughs> and I think I might. You know, I think sometimes I do. Maybe I'm imagining it. Maybe I feel like I deserve it. I do. I do deserve it. Oh, I feel like it's going to be one of these da- one of these days. I didn't expect it. I, I, this week I've been so caught up with work, like really trying to make the. It's full on trying to make the move from uh, from sound design to programming. It's just taking every ounce of my mind so i'm sort of very you know caught up in that but like you know press the button go go live you know there's none of none of that anymore but like <laughs> i think it's been a fun week on the show nevertheless um i just have a feeling it might be one of those days um it, uh <laughs> there's some bits today there are some amusing bits fucking Greta's face leering out at me like a fucking moomin I'm not going to be told what to do by moomin yeah moomins aren't even Swedish they're Finnish or are they Swedish are they Swedish or Finnish they're, well they're always like everyone thinks they're a fucking moomin but then it's the other country where are moomins from I'm pretty sure they're Finnish where are moomins from um fucking moment charles finland yeah 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 
Um, she does look like a moomin, you know. I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but I, I don't know whether or not that helps or damages the cause, you know. And I don't mean the Irish folk band. God bless them, you know. wonder what became of them. I wonder what became of Jim, the male member of the cause. Wonder, I wonder what it was like growing up as Jim, the only boy in the Irish family of hot folk singing lassies, perpetual boners, confusing boners, confused to have a boner that you've received from looking at your sister take a bath. Very confusing. I wouldn't know I don't have a sister. Anyway, guys, it's Friday. It's pissing it down with rain out there. It's a real like. Do you ever, um, while you're at, when you're at raves and that, ha- and you're on on jubes, on Garys, when you've done a few Garys, uh, hat and ever do, do like the weird things where you like blow in each other's faces, <laughs> and then like you know, a girl at you is just like, <sighs> <You're> like <laughs> it's good. And the other one is to sort of like spit like a. A mist of water into someone's face. It's good you want me to turn to you. Yeah, no, not really. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be one of those fucking days, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slug. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Gentlemen, welcome to Coffee FM, the Big Brother station. It's a Trickstar Radio that's in uh, in the other room. The kind of uh, you know the really what what Trickstar aspires to be. Uh, you know, you're up, pal. You're late, you're late lad. Stand the winds against us. Um, it <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trickstar, the little brother, the unruly little brother of uh, Threshold uh, Diaphragm and the unruly little brother that has come to you in your bedroom and said, Mum says we have to play a two-player game. Uh, okay, well, play a two-player game. Look, why don't you have the controller that's not plugged in and you can just play along? Okay. That's it. Good boy. You just sit there, boy. The Mum says you're not allowed to play Resident Evil with me because it gives me nightmares. Fucking... Mum says a lot of shit, yeah? Mum... You shouldn't be listening. Look, you're eight now. You shouldn't be listening to what your mother says. Yeah? Your mum chats shit. Yeah? Your mum's drunk for a start. Chatting shit. Your mum's drunk. She's on back medication. She's chatting shit. Don't listen to her. I don't know, nurse. From the zombies. All right. Well, okay. We'll play fucking Tekken then. All right. No problem. Guys. Um. 
uh, oh, Mitten got nightmares from Resident Evil. You know, I probably did a little bit as well. How old was I? I was probably about 24, I think, when I played. <laughs> um, guys, students in China trialing new brainwave detecting headbands that track attention levels. Yeah, that's fine, isn't it? Yeah, that's cool. Good. Yeah, just help keep them. Just help help keep their attention. You know, that's good, isn't it? Maybe if they lose attention, give them an electric shock or something, or just like beam some sort of absolute abject terror into their brains. If they lose attention for more than a split second, they lose any sort of focus that is not on driving the communist machine forwards into oblivion. That's cool. Uh, Tyson Fury um, makes WWE entrance wearing a, a thobe, a thobe, and headdress. Uh, so he's dressed up like a Saudi. Uh, there, bit fun. He's got a journalist chopped up in a briefcase. Um, bit of a hoot. Anyway, he won uh, in WWE, the Gypsy King. Anthony Joshua is a pushy. He won't fight me. I'm too sexy for him. Uh... Sperm bank investigated after woman gives birth to boy with dwarfism. What have you got against dwarves? Eh? Dwarves are people too. Man. Like, oh, so my existence is cause for an investigation, is it? Just because I'm not tall enough, I'm still a human being. A court has ordered the blocking of an international sperm bank's website in Russia. Wait, what? Uh, after a woman gave birth to a child with dwarfism. The unknown woman, a successful writer in her 40s. Um, had chosen the father of her child by looking at photos and information about his genetics on the site. I thought I was going to say genitals then. That would be a bit fun, wouldn't it? God, imagine... That's the sperm bank of the future, right? You get to really, really peer into the nooks and crannies of your donor. You know, you get to see super high-definition zoomed-in images of... It goes right down the urethra. You can go all the way in, basically, up into deep into the loins. You can look at the anus. You can look at the nipples to make sure that they're not, like, giant... Because the thing is, you probably... If you're, looking on a, if you're looking at one of these sperm donor websites where you see, you know, the fellas, you know... Do you reckon they take the pictures pre or post-wank? It's worth thinking about, isn't it? Pre-wank's probably better, isn't it? You're a bit more lively then. Otherwise, you're a bit, bit, la bit relaxed. You know... Don't give a fuck after that. After, you, after you've jizzed in the pot, you've blown the load into the pot. Because you've been backed up for fucking weeks, right? You don't just go, you know, just willy-nilly like you had one last night and then just pop in the sperm bank, make a donation. You've got to... You need to be backed up for like two weeks or something. So you're going to be chomping at the bit. Jesus! You're going to have a suck on you like freaking watermelons. It's going to be doing you a mischief. It's going to be doing you damage and then oh god then about half about a bloody coke can loads worth comes out you're gonna you're gonna need an hour's kip after that but anyway before you're gonna look like a spicy boy yeah you serious um so but you're gonna see him with the clothes on right when you pick him off the website that's fine you know women just picking spunk from men in a sort of catalogue. It's fine. Hey, God knows men have done it to women over the years. Um, 
but you're likely to only see them with the clothes on, aren't they? So you wouldn't know whether or not they were afflicted with like enormous burger nipples that, you know, you wouldn't see that unless they had their shirts off. So this is the sort of thing where, you know, if you have the actual sex with a human, you get to check out all these little intimate details and make sure you don't fuck up by accidentally getting out the duff by someone with nipples the size of bloody tea teacups. Or end up with a dwarf. Um, but, you know, it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Uh, according to reports, uh, she was drawn in by his facial hair. Oh, his fair hair, sorry, and higher education. But also by the fact he was over six foot. Standard female behaviour. Uh, after cheating the donor, she then underwent a successful round of IVF treatment at a private clinic in Moscow. The woman chose to go through a clinic as she believed it would be her last chance to have a child of her own. Press F to pay respects. Um, however, a Moscow court heard that in the later stages of pregnancy, doctors discovered that the unborn child had uh, achondroplasia. This is a rare, incurable disease that infects one child in about 20,000 and causes dwarfism. Uh, the condition was confirmed after birth and she was told her son, now two years old, would grow to a maximum adult height of around four feet and that his limbs and facial features would not develop quote-unquote correctly. Mum has now spoken out about the case to warn others about the potential risks involved in this particular company. District Court had, uh, has now ordered the website of Danish sperm bank Kryos that it should be blocked in Russia and ruled that using its services would flout Russian laws. Uh, health watchdog, that's something unpronounceable, um, with lots more Zs in it than the word should have, um, has also said that it was not satisfied with the case details which are handed over by the sperm bank, including a medical genetic examination of the, do of the donor, analysis of his mental and physical condition, and a family tree with details of relatives. Right. I'm just sort of imagining a sperm bank run by a psychotic dwarf. And uh, it's like, well, where, where's this jizz come from? Because, matey, I thought it came from six feet tall. <laughs> You'll never catch me! It's possible he's just all covered in spunk. He looks like the leprechaun off of uh, Leprechaun in the Hood. Anyone seen that? That's a tr truly bizarre film. Uh, leprechaun. Oh, God. How do you spell fucking leprechaun? Uh, leprechaun. C-H-A-U-N? Yeah. In the Hood. This is a bizarre, a truly bizarre film. Uh, I, I, I feel like it might have been released by Troma. But if not, it might as well have been. Oh, good God. Come here. Look, wow. Yeah. He, he. Anyway, so he's a leprechaun. This much we know. And he, he do, I think he does do a few raps in it. <laughs> yeah. Woo! From the land of the Irish Spring. Dublin's the place where I learned my thing. From the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. I'm the man of green, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Blunt is dope, this place is hype. There's a last issue, Whoa. just by type. I hate your resort so soon to matter. Haven't been late so long, it's happening. As you can see, this is a real quality piece of work. I'm good. I'll show you what to do, so lend an ear. Don't worry, if you kill everyone, or what's the deal? Sit with the lad who's Dean and Green, and let me show you why I'm a love machine. Come to do that. Effectively, he goes around raping and killing people, is the long and the short of Leprechaun in the Hood. Um, 
And I think eventually they get him. I think some rappers. I think some rappers kill him because you know rappers they'd be from the hood. Um, it's it's a peculiar uh, little outing, um, but certainly worth a watch. Uh, are we done on that sperm bank uh, dwarf situation? I guess so. You know, probably. Um, let's let's what 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 are we talking in terms of um, footwear to be flung? Where are we? How are we? What's the situation? Please talk to me. Uh, there's this new icicle bit, which I do think is worth a go. Uh, it's called Exiled. It's with MC Mush. Minimal, 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 minimal
Yeah, man, it's Icicle and MC Mushman. It's called Exiled. That's a nice bit. I like it. It's got a, it's a sort of constipated roller in the way that only Icicle can. I'm a fan. Donald Trump says election pact between Boris and Farage would be an unstoppable force. Oh, the news in triggering. Uh, President Donald Trump has made an early intervention into the UK's general election, saying, Election meddling! Um, has made an early intervention into the UK's general election, saying Boris Johnson should form a pact with Farage uh, because they could be a pretty terrific for the country. Um, he made the comments to Farage in an LBC interview this evening. Uh, he also said the duo would make an unstoppable force in British politics. Uh, president Trump said to Mr. Farage, uh, when you are the President of the United States, when you're the President of the United States, you have great relationships with many of the leaders, including Boris, he's a fantastic man. And I think he's the exact right guy for the times. <laughs> uh, there he is, he's on the phone. Just, just getting it done. He's got, a dark, he's got his dark coat with him. He's loving life. <laughs> uh... I know that you and him will end up doing something that could be terrific. If you and he get it together, you know, an unstoppable force. The president said he and Mr. Johnson have a great friendship, including that they have a lot of the same things going. Beautiful hair, a nice rotund figure. No idea, really, no sort of grasp on reality. A lot of lies. Fake news media want to paint us as bumbling buffoons. A lot of lies. And he also told Mr. Farage that Boris Johnson respects, respect uh, the Brexit party leader a lot. Nice to have that mutual respect in politics. The president also added that Corbyn would be so bad, so bad for your country. Uh, Trump told the Brexit party leader, Corbyn would be so bad. For your country, it'd be so bad. <laughs> it'd, take, it'd take you on such a bad way. <laughs> it's so funny. I can't believe he talks like this. Like, he talks in a, like, a parody of himself. T- takes it, like, literally, he just repeats the same thing four times across two sentences. Corbyn would be so bad for your country. It'd be so bad. It'd take you on such a bad way. It'd take you in such bad places. <laughs> bad, bad boy. He's a naughty, bad, commie boy. Bad, bad boy, Corbin. So bad. No one knows more about bad boy commies than me. And he's a bad, bad boy. Bad, 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 bad boy, commie, bad, Corby, 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 bad boy. Commie, boy, boy, bad, bad, commie boy, fake, mad, mad, bad, commie news media, bad, bad boy, Corby, bad, bad. And that bad, bad Sadiq Khan, he's a bad man. He's bad for London, bad for the country. Bad, bad boy. He also rejected the claims that the US would take over the NHS. Uh, in post-Brexit trade negotiations, oh, that's made me feel really weird doing that. Blah, 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 blah. Ch- channeling Donny T. He's taking over me. He's taking over the body of the feathery king. A lot of lies. Uh, when Mr. Farage... Uh, asked whether the NHS would be on the table during post-Brexit negotiations. Donald Trump replied, We wouldn't even be involved in it. We're trying to fix our own health service. Wow, that's probably the most lucid thing Donald Trump's ever said. Um, it's not for us to have anything to do with your health service, which is talking about trade. 
Talk and trade things, Mr. Farage. Talk, just talking, talking, tradey talk. Talking, call me bad boy. There he is, the call me bad boy, Mr. Corbin. Corby, Corby, come, come. Call me Corbs. It'd be very bad. So bad. Uh, he said, I don't even know where that started. Uh, I mean, you did say that everything would be on the table in terms of trade negotiations, Donny T. You did, <laughs> you did say that. I think it came from Corbin. It's a bad guy. <laughs> Early this year, a press conference uh, with the former Prime Minister Theresa May when asked uh, what would be out for discussion in post-Brexit trade deals, Mr Trump said, everything would be on the table, the NHS, everything. I remember that. There you go. Maybe that's where it came from. The president went on to say that the current deal negotiated by Boris Johnson prevented the US and the UK from forging a great deal. Trump also claimed that uh, he tried to get the parents of Harry Dunn, the 19-year-old, killed in a car crash involving Anna uh, Sakulas, an American diplomat's wife, to meet with each other uh, when they were both at the White House so that they could grieve together. However, the meeting fell through and the parents decided against it. Uh, the president added that the only reason he tried to help out was because he did it for Boris. Jeremy Corbyn has accused Trump of trying to interfere in the domestic affairs of the UK. I thought I had a fist bump in then. Man, that's a, that bit pit, wouldn't it? Donny T fist bumping the old Liz. Wow. He tweeted, uh, Donny T is trying to interfere in the British election to get his friend Boris Johnson elected. He added, it was Trump who said in June the NHS is on the table. And he knows if Labour win, US co uh, corporations won't get their hands on it. Our NHS is not for sale. Um, cool. Okay, well, that, that's probably enough uh, political news forever uh oh god it's more of it just oh god trump secure jesus christ trump's okay well let's just just no shares for jeff jeff parson never gets a bloody share he gets less shares than i do um trump's cybersecurity advisor wiped his iphone after 10 failed logins look i yeah. rudy giuliani right oh is that is Giuliani the cybersecurity advisor? Look at the fucking state of him. Seriously, he can like, I he probably couldn't name three social networks. Um, Weibo. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, that's a, chi a Chinese one. Ah, uh, Bookspace, Bookface, My Face, fucking GeoCities. Yeah. Okay. Cheers, Rudy. Ah. Uh, How'd you make this goddamn thing work? I don't know what his voice is like. We'll just we'll stick with this. It's all numbers. It's all fucking numbers. It sounds like Bill Burr. What the? Ah, this fucking phone. Ah, you put the numbers in it. Fucking tent goes. Now it's the fuck. Donald. Donald, the phone. The fucking. Ah, oh, you put it in the. Oh. What's a. Oh, what? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, put it, type it in. It press. That's too small. Why they gotta make them so small? You can't see anything. And, uh, oh, God. They call it a firewall. Where's the fire? Hey, you thought you'd need a firefighter to put it out. That's why I wouldn't have died. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, Donald Trump's personal lawyer, wiped his own iPhone while uh, he was the president's cybersecurity advisor. What do you think he's, like, advising? Yeah. You make it secure. You should be secure. Put passwords on everything. But uh, don't write them down in your uh, don't write them down in your pocketbook. 
Just uh, try and remember it in your head. I, I'm, I, I'm bad at it. I put nuts in a handkerchief. I, it's supposed to make me remember. The wife says it'll make me remember. I don't remember fucking shit. The incident occurred in 2017, according to NBC News. It happened after 10 failed attempts to enter the pins, uh, the device's pin code. Apple iPhones are designed to lock themselves completely after that. That many incorrect attempts. Apparently Giuliani then went to a commercial Apple store to try and get them to unlock the phone. There's no way he should be going to a commercial location to ask for assistance, former FBI agent uh, for cybercrime, E.J. Hilbert, told NBC. <laughs> According to Hilbert, there was way too much sim- uh, sensitive information on Giuliani's phone to risk an Apple Store employee seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> Giuliani's cell phone data is backed up to Apple's iCloud system. All of this stuff is literally sitting in Apple's systems. It makes him very vulnerable. Wow, Giuliani responded to NBC's story with a tweet likening his incident to the infamous San Bernardino case where the FBI went to war with Apple over unlocking a phone. Yeah, they did unlock it, though. Hey, NBC News. Last I checked, the FBI last year had to ask Apple to unlock an iPhone, too. We're all human. Uh, Just maybe not tonight. Uh, The situation there, Giuliani, is that that was a terrorist's phone that they managed to get after they'd killed the terrorists and they wanted to unlock. Not their own fucking phone that they forgot the password off. Not really an equivalent, is it? (laughs) You weren't trying to get into, like, a high-value assets phone, were you? You are trying to get into your own fucking phone, you dumb boomer. Jesus Christ. Pathetic. Per per plur plurthetic. Uh, that's the name of my new EDM album. It's called Plurthetic. Okay, guys. Um, Black Owls, call to mind. Uh, then I'm going to play that Disrect tune again because I think it's Shoe Thrower of the Week. <laughs> Look at the state of Giuliani. I mean, for God's sake. He's trying to take a selfie. No, he's probably just looking at pictures of fucking Epstein's Island, isn't he? Like, ah, it's a good one! Oh, yeah! Oh, they got the best kids over there. Fuck! Can't believe how much like Bill Burry sounds.
If your hard neuro banger doesn't have a half-time second drop, is it even a hard neuro banger? Why even fucking bother if you're not going to do a half-time second drop? Don't fucking darken my door with it if there's not going to be a half-time second drop. Call yourself a neurofunk producer. Fuck off. Black Owl's doing business. Drunk man, Gerald, after trying to have sex with Lee's outside Premier Inn. And that was uh, <laughs> Call to Mind by Black Owl. So that's a good record, man. I'm keen on that. I like the halftime second drop. Um... As I mentioned, they're very popular in Neurofunk now, halftime second drops. I feel like you might as well, you know? Why not? Why not? Yeah. It's an opportunity too good to pass up, I think. You know, you've got all your bits. Why not just make the drums go half the speed? Drunk man, child, after trying to have sex with Leaves. Outside the primary room. Leaves can't consent. Leaves cannot consent. He just loves autumn, yeah? He just loves fall. Some people are into pumpkin spice lattes. Some people are into driving their erect penises into piles of leaves outside of fucking Premier Inn. Let the man live, yeah? What happened to live and let live? What happened to our UK liberal values? The values that this fucking society were founded on, yeah? A man, a man now with certain political correctness has gone so mad that a man outside of Premier Inn cannot drive his erect penis publicly into a pile of leaves. It's pathetic. A man has been jailed after he was caught trying to have sex with a pile of leaves. What do you mean trying? He was. He was getting it done. He was slinging the dick in the only way he knew how. Michael Golsork, he, Mike, from Hyde, Greater Manchester, UK, was spotted appearing to thrust a pile of oak leaves. Fucking oak leaves are fit, though, to be fair. In a Premier Inn hotel car park. 26-year-old then pulled up his trousers and hid in some bushes after a staff member at the Premier Inn shouted at him, What are you doing, you dirty bastard? Uh, police were called to the scene uh, next to the Bamford Arms pub in Stockport. Uh, Mike was arrested. He said he was mortified by the incident that took place at 7.45pm on the 16th of September, blaming a cocktail of beer, cannabis and cocaine. Uh, is that to blame? Who knows? Mike admitted to outraging public decency and possessing cannabis at Stockport Magistrates Court and was jailed for eight weeks in order to pay 122 quid. In a statement, I mean, he's going to be on the sex offenders list now. His life is effectively ruined because of this. Uh, in a statement read by the hearing, an unnamed staff member said, My colleague now, we have a meat suspiciously in that hotel car park near the main entrance. We saw a white male with his... Tr- oh, okay, it's got racial. He said, we saw a white male with his trousers down. We could see his bum in that lake. Ah, oh, there was nothing between me and this male. He was about a car length away from me and he appeared to be having a sex in that lake. At one stage, I shouted at them, Ha, what are you doing? You're like, you dirty bastard! And he leapt up, pulled his trousers up, and sat in the bushes like, We rang the police, and I uh, kept shouting, What are you doing? Clear off, man! 
After about ten minutes in that lake, he walked out of the bushes. I could, I could make out bits of his face in that lake, but I'd never seen him before. I we, I was concerned for the hotel guests while I my children staying at the hotel. Defence lawyer uh, Neville Warburton said that Mike had no intention of returning to the Premier Inn because of the embarrassment caused by the incident. <laughs> okay. And he said he took a combination of illicit substances and alcohol and got himself into some sort of state. I'm afraid uh, my client, the defendant, was feeling some type of way. And this caused him to behave in another type of way. And he's deeply saddened by this. Uh, he didn't engage in conversation. The staff from the hotel uh, did ask if he was all right, but he was in quite a terrible state. Uh, he has no recollection of the behaviour described. Unsurprisingly, uh, this is relating uh, to some information that he took drugs, ranging from cocaine to cannabis and alcohol. When he was interviewed, he was mortified at the suggestion of what happened. Only when piecing together the information uh, was he accepting of it. This is the state of events. He cannot explain his behaviour. He is entirely embarrassed about that. I've seen people do worse. They didn't end up in prison. Uh, this is not something that has been brought before the court before, and this is no fault of anyone except the defendant. As a result of embarrassment, he has no desire to return to the Premier Inn. Why are they so obsessed with whether or not he's going to go back to the Premier Inn? Does he work there? Or is that what... Did he used to go there a lot? Like, can you just like, oh, I won't go back. I've certainly no intention of going... Uh, there are plenty of places that I no longer go to because I've disgraced myself there. Not to the level that he's disgraced himself. I never tried to fuck plant matter. But, you know, I've tried to shag people. It's not worked out, and I've not gone back there. You know, what you do? You know, you know, you see the same lass somewhere a few times. You go there, you try it on, says no, you fuck off. You can't go there anymore. You know, that's how it works. You're not going to go back next week. Oh, again, fuck you. There are about a thousand pubs in Brighton. Go a different one. But, as I said... I've never tried to stick my dick in leaves, be it autumn, spring, summer, or winter. Um, the sentencing uh, Mike Magistrate Edward Tasker said, hold on, this wasn't what was going on in Brighton, was it? No. Uh, you were remorseful about this and quite embarrassed about it, and the fact this is something not really nice to do outside. <clears throat> Under the circumstances, uh, what has been suggested is that cannabis may have been something to do with it. Yep. Not even once, guys got to be careful of, of if you take a cannabis things like this will happen think about your life uh, make sure you do go out and seek help unfortunately for you you have found yourself in this position it's a lot of like he was feeling some type of way you are now in a position this i don't think anyone really understands what's going on here like okay so what he was razzed up was he with mates i have so many questions about this was he on his own was he having a breakdown What's the deal? Was he doing it for a laugh, for a dare? Just was he? Did he genuinely? Does he have objective sexual for leaves? Was he just feeling the horn, and he just had to, you know, just the pile of leaves were just. Were they asking for it? What were the leaves wearing? You know, these are all reasonable questions that we do not have answers to. Oh well, looks like a nice guy. I'd like to go party with him. He seems like an entertaining person. I mean, like, I'm not sure I want him around for Christmas, but. I'd like to go to his for something, you know? I feel like that's where the fun's at. I bet it's a riot round his on New Year's, you know? God, wild. Um, have you not... Uh, 
Have I not had him up the whole time? Well, there's not been that much to see other than pictures of an extremely normal-looking man uh, who is just obviously off his tits and behaving like an idiot, and now it's just basically going to ruin the rest of his life. So that's rough, man. Anyway, um, you know, we motor on. Ten years on from Balloon Boy incident, family denied it was a hoax. I can't, I'm trying to remember, without reading the article, remember what the Balloon Boy thing was. Now, was this, was it that a, a balloon had gone up and the family said that their kid was in the balloon, turned out he was in the garage all along? Is that it? He's a weird looking kid, though. I will say that. Um, uh, remember the couple uh, from Colorado who insisted their six-year-old boy was trapped floating on a balloon that they'd made? The balloon boy, uh, let us call, uh, let us call him by his name. A saga was ten years ago, and no doubt you can remember the balloon, which was shaped to resemble a UFO. Um, come on, he's called Fal Falcon Heen. Oh yeah, of course. For a six-year-old boy who may or may not have climbed into a homemade helium balloon, who could forget wow. this wild ride? possibly a six-year-old boy in this balloon. Ten years ago, millions watched in horror on live TV as a homemade saucer believed to be carrying a six-year-old boy <laughs> yeah. drifted across the Colorado sky for nearly two hours and some 70 miles. Shoot when it finally came down. This may work out. He's, he's, he's touching the ground. Five, four, three. No boy on board. Turns out he was home the whole time hiding in the attic. Police called this whole thing <laughs> a hoax. The world would forever call him Balloon Boy. What's your reaction to it? I'm just like, ah. <laughs> he looks Here a bit like Metton. Today, Falcon Heaney, that Obviously Metton's a lot better looking. Is now a lanky, long-haired teen. Wow, that is certainly a bit of hair, isn't it? It's a lot. The hair comes in handy. He's lead singer in a heavy metal band he formed with his brothers, Rio and Bradford. Wow. And check out the music video for one of their first original songs titled Balloon Boy, No Hoax. <laughs> the video even features Falcon <laughs> flying around on a saucer. Have you thought about any strategy for using it to your advantage? You are well, clearly. Balloon Boy. <laughs> I haven't thought about anything, actually. Maybe I should. His dad, though, 10 years later, is not laughing. Richard Heaney stands by his story to this day that he, his wife, and three sons were working on the saucer in their backyard with home video cameras rolling when it got loose and they feared Falcon was in it. But police had doubts early on that it was all a publicity stunt. And this CNN interview sparked public speculation when little Falcon seemed to slip up. We did this for the show. Man. Heaney says he was a victim ah! of character assassination and fires back at any... I bet you... Well, oh, that's, that's finished, is it? I bet you £10 the dad's a flat earther. He just looks... Maybe that's why. Maybe they were... He was making the balloon in order to go up there to try and prove that the earth is flat. What does that T-shirt say? Search truth internet uh, Australian? No. Rastafarian? No. Oh, what is that? Right. He's clearly a nut. Let's... Look, there are too many screens in there for them to be living a normal life. Why are they making a large weather balloon? What's going on? Like, it... it, it something's iffy. Oh, they went on wife swap. Wow. Yeah, he is definitely a flat earther, I think. 
he's probably not mentioned that because he's aware of how that will um, come across and it will tarnish them even further. But, I mean, I, I reckon he's probably just one of the sort of guys like, there are just a lot of questions, you know, that I'm not able to get answers to. You know, I just, you know, just take a look at it. Look into it. Just, there are questions. Some stuff doesn't add up. Stuff doesn't matter. I bet he's one of those kind of guys. You know, there, there's, some conspiracies are real. Some at the Gulf of Tonkin. Alex Jones was right about some stuff. You know, I know he puts on the show, but uh, he's been right. Just, you know, look into it. Well, bless him. And Balloon Boy is now, I mean, that looked like that band thing was quite a while ago, though, right? Um, fun to get it in. Balloon Boy, no hoax. <laughs> no hoax. Brilliant. MP, Keith Vaz. Uh, suspended after offering to buy cocaine for male escorts. See, no good deed goes unpunished. You know, you've got your male escorts round, you want to have a good time, you offer to buy them a bit of gear, to be nice, to be generous, and then before you know it, suspended. Go, Vazman! Come on, look at him, he looks gutted. He's gutted. Unbelievable. Uh, Brexit. Brexit not going well, is it? Um, is the sign in the background. Disgraced MP Keith Vaz has been suspended from Parliament after MPs approved a recommendation he should be banned for offering to buy cocaine for two male prostitutes. Gutting. Uh, the Committee uh, on Standards uh, recommended the Labour MP be suspended uh, f- uh, from the Commons for six months after he was found to have expressed willingness to purchase cocaine for others. Most of the time, that's considered a, a good trait, a positive trait. I'll get the gear in. Don't mind. I'll get you. I'll go cash point now. Yeah. Do you want? I'll, no, it's all right. Don't worry. I'll get this. I'll, oh, this one's on me. Banned for six months. Unbelievable. Commons leader uh, Jacob uh, Rees Moog uh, said the committee has asked him or the next leader to bring Mr. Vaz's suspension forward as soon as the House resembles reassembles after the upcoming general election. You know Moggy's on the fucking... Right, Mog is on the gear a lot, but he ain't buying. He's one of those types. He's got the money. It's not that he hasn't got the money. He's just a schneid. He's just... He's always like, oh, you get a little... Um, can I just... Can I get a little... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No more wallets in the other room. I'll, we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, because no, I just... It's pathetic. Uh, this is in order to ensure the suspension does not begin today and last just two days before Parliament dissolves. Ahead of the 12th December. 12th. They're doing it as well. Zoe drew it. Like, is this just a millennial thing? Of the 12th December poll. On Monday, the committee found Mr. Vaz has breached the Commons Code of Conduct and shown disrespect for the House's standard system by getting caught. Obviously, they're all doing outrageous amounts of gear in Parliament the whole time, but it really is... Not on for him to have got caught. Uh, it said that he had caused significant damage to the reputation and the integrity of the Commons. What? 
Jesus Christ, buying some gear for some male prostitutes is a fucking tiny drop in the ocean compared to the disgrace brought against the commons by the whole fucking Brexit shambles and just the continual shambles that has been the UK government for as long as I've been alive and certainly a lot longer than that. Jesus Christ, a bit of gear and a couple of rent boys. Fucking hell. Pales in significance compared to the absolute ridiculousness of the last three years. Jesus, talk about projecting. Uh, the married MP uh, stepped down. All right, well, okay, mate, you married, can't really, shouldn't really go around, you know, with a load of geared up rent boys. But again, still pales in significance compared to the last three years. On Monday, the committee found that Mr. Vaz had breached the Commons Code of Con- yeah, 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 yeah. The married MP stepped down as the chairman of the Home Affairs Committee in 2016 after being accused of paying for the services of two male escorts. Mr. Vaz issued a public apology at the time uh, for the hurt and distress caused to his wife and children. The scandal was exposed by the Sunday Mirror. Nice, nice bunch. Um, who claimed the MP hid his real identity from the men uh, he was attempting to buy drugs for, instead telling them that he was a washing, ma- a washing machine salesman called Jim. <laughs> so they're just like, so what do you do? What do you do then, big boy? What's your name? Um, Jim. Oh, Jim, nice name. Well, and what, what, what do you do, Jim? Ah, uh, sell washing machines. Oh, do ya? Oh, wow. Oh, get all soapy, do ya? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Do you want some gear? Yeah, all right. Yeah, well, I'll call the Albanians. <laughs> God's sake, I'm a washing machine salesman called Jim. No, you're a Labour MP. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, in a statement, Mr. Bad says, says he vigorously regrets. Uh, oh, vigorously reject, sorry, the allegation that he failed to cooperate with the inquiry and said that as commissioner, uh, Catherine Stone had found he had not committed any criminal acts. Jim said that he had not <laughs> committed any, any criminal acts and was committed to being the best washing machine salesman in the southeast of England. Uh, in her damning report following the inquiry, which launched in 2016, the commissioner found that it was more likely than not that Mr. Vaz has engaged in paid sexual activity. Find me an MP that hasn't. Um, she said that an audio recording one of the men made in Mr. Vaz's flat... Uh, what? The rent boys were the grasses? ...contains evidence of Mr. Vaz's apparently willing, apparent willingness to purchase controlled drugs for others to use. Will he be prosecuted criminally? Or is he just going to get kicked out of the commons? Ah, oh, well, look, whatever, man. Let's go, we've got to play this disrupt tune now, because it's shoe throw of the week and all of that. Can't be talking about Rent Boys all the time. God knows I want to. Well, if Vaz wants to come on Coffee and Memes, he's welcome any time. I'll have a bit of free time in his hands now. That's right, it's No Nut November. I had 15 last night, just in case.
Right, Mitten. Look. Yeah. Here's Balloon Boy. Here's Mitten. Balloon Boy with a beard and his hair down. Come on, there's... there's <laughs> it's in the eyes. It's the eyes and the nose. So, someone Photoshop Mitten on, a, on, a, on the balloon. <laughs> Someone photoshop Balloon Boy next to a picture of Andy C. Min is a more handsome boy, that's for sure. Mitten would never hide in the attic. Yeah, man, that is Distract. It's called Parallel. Uh, it's Shoe Thrower of the Week. It's a good freaking bit, man. Coming up now on FM Fog on Friday. Uh, with your boy D Money, Snoop D O Double D, Mackie D, Big uh, D, D uh, Linford, Chris D. D. Anyway, yeah, D's up next. And after that, we're going to play a mix by Big Maddie Wright. Um, which is nice, actually. Strong, strong bits in it. We'll get get onto the Discord about that because um, of uh, reasons, and you know we can um, we can we can we can discuss it critically. Uh, we can discuss it. Uh, we can write a a, a a critical appraisal of it through the lens of intersectional feminism. It will be totally fine. Oh, guys, thank you for listening this week. Thank you for those supporting on the Patreon. You're wonderful people. I love you. One day we'll snog. Um, in secret, though, you can't be telling people about that, but each one of you, we, it will happen. Um, Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaziski, Matty Tonkis, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Sam, Murph, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patson, Tom Gam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Jerome Bad Thunderbutt, Mike Pilot, Leon Sub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, John Finnison. BDR Creep, Peter Blatchard, Austin Grief, Cooper, Kennedy, Lightfield, James Parry, Hannah Bartendo, Lady Squiffington, Liam the Menace, Underwood, Dan Pucky, Morris, Guy with no SDDs, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco, Shiva, Dan Elton, Tom Wilmot, Mr. Pope, Dodd, Progressive Cytron, Such Superior, John Bass, Chris Bates, The Bill, Chris Bartherson, Only Bates, Lee Fuller, D, Daniel, Jimmy Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dan Smasher, Kevin Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosmic, Wolf, Meat, Loaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Drawing Card, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, Hitch, Marcel, Tate, Will A, Ben, Virgo, Den, Twee, Lupe, Zalazar, Big Wodge, My Hill, Mighty, Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper, George, unfortunately it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudio, Lashmir, Benish, Drem Roche, Timid, John Forsyth, Anderson, PSN, Godlike, MC Hammer, Daddy, Your Mum, Leonardo, Gervais, Big Eight. Good at, oh, that's pretty painted, that. Um... Twitty paints a lot of things. Guys, I love you. I'll be back next Monday. 10 a.m. Have a good weekend. Stay out of trouble. Be nice to yourself. Just fucking grit and bear it. Don't worry, the end will be upon us soon enough. Um, tune in now. Threshold.fm. Fog on Friday. Fucking fog on Friday, yeah? With your boy Mackie D. D-boy. D uh, balloon uh, balloon D. D D D Mon D uh, the the D, D guys uh, I'll see you on Monday I love you.
Uh, God bless you. Goodbye. Oh, no. Bye.